Welcome to Rolling Misadventures, where three podcasters take a break from their respective shows to sit down to play Fiasco. I'm your host, Derek, and I'm joined by Charles and Megan. Hello. Hello there. And we are on Act 2 of whatever we decide to name this playset. Uh, we're going to name it. We're going to name it. Uh, we got to save that for the end. Okay. All right. Uh, but we are playing. Okay. What did we name the first one? Do, do you guys remember? Uh, is it like clo- I, cloning around? So, so the official <laughs> episodes that have gone up since this episode, um, what, they are titled Cloning Around. Cloning Around. Okay. But the... The title that we came up with at the end was Daddy's Boy to Judgment Day. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit, that was amazing. How did you forget that? <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be back in like two seconds. I've got to fix an audio thing. You guys explain what's going on while I move afoot. Okay, so we are playing the Break a Leg play set uh, from Megan Peterson and John Kelly who we establish has no relation to Charles. And uh, in Act 1, we had my character, Milford Crumb, who is the director of a small playhouse related to Megan's character, Tobias Clutterbuck, as his uncle. Uh, Basically, they had a flopped play because Tobias was just hammered and took the lead role because he stumbled out on stage. That's just how he do. Uh, also, we have Helen Slaymaker, played by Charles, who is the lead star of this playhouse, the breakout, just trying to get out of here, who we found out later was pregnant with a drunken tryst with Tobias Clutterbuck. And on top of that, when Milford came in to lament his relationship with Tobias, found a letter that Helen was writing stating that she was pregnant. Uh, later um. on at a cast party... The reviewer that was at the flop for their last show a month prior, which we have done so many things in the chat, I have to scroll back up to. Uh, Richard uh, Beesington Danforth the Fourth. So Richard Beesington Danforth the Fourth wrote them a scathing review, and the playhouse was just trampled, and everybody has just kind of crapped all over it since that night. So to make up for it. Milford brought uh, Richard to a cast party the night before their next show, which is supposed to save the theater, and basically bribed him to come along with that pregnancy letter, knowing that it will be a huge scandal and a large story. And in the same breath, will keep Helen from leaving the playhouse with Tobias. And since then, uh, Milford has also uh, met back up with Tobias, who was drunk and... We haven't quite established if he knows Helen is drunk. There was something about a pelican. uh, That he knows Helen is pregnant. (laughs) He knows Helen is drunk. (laughs) Uh, But with that... What did did you say? It was like, I'm the... the, What kind of bird am I of your loins? Because I want to... You're the the albatross of my loins. God, that's so good. Because I'm I'm apparently the pelican of your heart. (laughs) (laughs) But with that... uh, Tobias seems to think that the best way to get revenge is to murder Danforth. So we will see how that plays out. Uh, We have rolled our tilt and we have that the plan for revenge is going to become or is going to come unraveled. A good plan comes unraveled. And then between Tobias... It wasn't even a good plan to begin with. No, it wasn't. (laughs) I think Milford was trying to play both sides. But we'll oh. we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, 
Then the other tilt we rolled was that there is an animal. Uh, let me pop up the actual term since we shorthanded it on the notes. So a dangerous animal, perhaps metaphorical. No, it's a literal animal. <laughs> is on the loose. Um, and uh, Derek, I, I, I do need, I do desperately need you to say the joke that we made with it into the microphone. Oh, man. See, they don't even have the preface of this. No. Yeah, basically... he, no, you, yeah you, he should, you should say it during the actual thing. Okay, all right. I, that would require me to change the voice of Milford throughout the rest of Act 2, and maybe, I don't know how well that's going to do for audio. Maybe, maybe he has some kind of mask on. <laughs> he oh, could, if we go with the, the play idea. Can, can you please do, like, something happens to Milford right off the bat, and... <laughs> Like, oh, oh, uh, no, I won't, I won't make character decisions for you. But maybe something <laughs> happens to Milford right off the bat. And I can... So if we, if we open with me and Milford, I, I got it. I got this. I can make it happen. Oh, yes. <laughs> it, oh, my God. <clears throat> no, I don't want to force you to No, I'm, <laughs> you know what? I will put it out there because, so, for those that obviously have come into the episode they didn't hear all of the youtube videos that we were watching uh before recording this one and with that came up with the conversation of bane and the realization by my co-hosts that enjoyed my really bad bane accent oh it's not a very good it's so bane good accent. it is so good dude which and i have to get this for charles for his ringtone because he wants an audio clip of it uh, it is being saying, there's a moose on the loose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, with that, we will go ahead and head back into the game. Uh, we have two scenes to play out with each of our characters. So who wants to take the first scene? Well, we need to, um, we need to know how the moose gets loose, right? Or unless you guys yeah. want to push that off a bit. Um, and I, I, I can take the first scene. Okay. I don't know. Go ahead. Who, whoever wants to, to jump in with me oh i'll jump in with you so um where where are we at and i'll kind of uh jump in scene wise um maybe during the intermission okay so um my character is kind of doing some vocal warm-ups so helen is like she's like and doing like face like weird face shit um just to like (laughs) get ready to do act two and she's like uh all right um she's like all right um uh, I, I feel like I may be ready at this point. If uh, if you can uh, leave me the fuck alone, everybody in here, you hear that? And she just like kind of like screams it out loud. And she's like, "Yes, I am. I feel like I can do act two. I'm supposed to. Hey, um, um, Tobias. Uh, um, so Tobias uh, was he's got he's try he's doing his best, but he's super nervous because. You know, as far as he knows, uh, after the show, him and Milford are going to take the the critic, uh, Danforth the Fourth, backstage and murder him. So he has a flask in his pocket, and he keeps kind of trying to take like really like on on the down low drinks out of it, and hoping people don't notice. And he's just like, "Oh, I'm sorry, darling. Did you say something?" Um, yes. So, um, have you ever acted with a moose before? No, but I'm sure it's going to go fantastically. I'd say this is probably the best production of Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark has ever seen. That's too fucking good. 
Are you guys still there? Oh, hold on. My, yeah. I, I got so excited. I got so excited there that my headphones popped out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, Tobias, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> See, I thought I was, what I was going to try to do was be like, Uncle Crummy, do you have the mask ready to play the Green Goblin? <laughs> Except I don't know where my accent just went there. You went, you went Southern. Who, who are you playing? So Helen, Helen is playing um, uh, in this in this um, play. Helen is, unless you've already decided, Helen has taken up the role of Mary Jane Watson, um, and she's so so ready. And I love my red hair. And I don't know why there's a moose in this play, but I'm ready to go. It's a very avant-garde interpretation, I suppose, but I think I've been, you know, I think I've done a stellar performance as the Spider-Man, <laughs> Peter Parkington. <laughs> Peter Parkington, Spider-Man the Third. Yes, indeed. So, fingers crossed, my darling. Just get get ready for the big moose scene in the third act. Oh, the moose scene, my darling. I'm so ready. I'm not, because we haven't seen the moose. Where's the moose? Anybody seen the moose? And she kind of runs off. Dreadfully amateurish of the moose, not knowing what its cue is. (laughs) And meanwhile, Milford rushes in, seeing Helen run off. Tobias, what have you done? I, I wasn't aware that I'd done anything apart from... Fantastic theater, Uncle Crumb. No, no, not in the play. You're doing fine, my boy. But what did you do? Where's Helen off to? We need her for the next scene. She went to find the moose. The moose is kept in the cage on stage left. I mean, well, you can see I it have, right I, over there. I, I, <laughs> well, then I, I don't... I don't have an answer for that. She must be in having some sort of woman's issue. It's the Victorian times. We say things like that. So you hear, you hear Hella, uh, you hear a scream, like, like death scream off of, you said stage left is where the moose is? Yes. She's off stage left and you hear her go, more like that though. So like, not like, like her, her scream and her laugh are both like weird as fuck. And she's... It sounded, it sounded a bit like Miss Piggy. Uh, should I do the rest of this as Miss Piggy? Because I could do a Miss Piggy. No. no. Please um, no. Um, we'll save that. We'll save that for the third story that we do. Um, but anyways, she's like... Spit it out, woman! And Milford and Tobias rush over. <laughs> and she's like, the moose has escaped. Doll, you had the moment to say the moose is loose and she blew it. Fuck. But I love you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> How could it have gone away? It's it's a giant bloody animal. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. There's a dead man next to it, so it must have eaten him? I don't know what moose do. <laughs> Nobody knows what moose do. What do oh, help, my darling. What, what does moose do? <laughs> what does moose do? <laughs> Let me cradle you in my, my loving Spider-Man arms. I was... I heard you scream and I was so worried. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I'm oh, so man. sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm tagging you guys on Facebook. Um, 
Helen, do stay in character. I don't know. I just, I think at this point, uh, Helen just like, just like sits like middle of the stage and she's like, this was my potential leading role to make me famous. And she starts just like bawling, just absolutely crying hysterically. And I think in the meantime, Milford has paid no attention to your guys' interaction and just ran off after the moose. My darling, don't be sad. Remember, after this, we're leaving. We're getting out together. It won't matter if you're a star or not, because you still love me, don't you? I mean, I I haven't thought about it that far, but we can discuss it after we discuss the baby and she starts crying again (laughs) (laughs) oh it breaks my heart to hear you cry so did you say the baby did i i'm uh i'm almost a hundred percent sober and certain that you said the baby you sure i didn't say pelican though Oh, no, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain this time it was baby, my darling. Oh, well, well, there, there, there's that. Um, I am pregnant. Oh, Helen, are, are you sure? Yeah, I, I, I peed on some wheat. Yep. <laughs> well, we know the wheat don't lie. <laughs> the wheat don't lie. <laughs> Um, that is what they say. For okay, so th- because um, our audience still has no clue what we're talking about. No. Nope. Um, <laughs> oh shit, that's right. <laughs> I've got to um, like do a quick little hi there. My name is Charles Kelly, and before we began recording this podcast, we made a joke about how do they tell if you're pregnant in Victorian times? Well, we found the answer to that question. The answer is you pee on wheat. This was actually found to be scientifically proven to work. What? Yeah, so... The wheat don't lie. The wheat don't lie, everybody. The wheat don't lie. You heard it it here first from Charles Kelly. The wheat don't lie. This episode of Rolling Misadventure (laughs) brought to you by Peeing on Wheat. (laughs) More you know. Peeing on Wheat. Please go to peeingonwheat.com to find all your your wheat necessities. I don't know. And if you're going to pee on some wheat, if you just put the promo code Rolling Misadventures on the wheat, <laughs> just, you, get, you get 10% off your next pee. <laughs> oh, fuck. So uh, I'm crying on the floor. Right. Um, oh, no, 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 no. We're I... talking about baby. We're, we, we're yeah, yeah. The baby. The baby. Is that is that scene over? I don't think so. <laughs> Because we need to, like, resolve it somehow? Maybe. So you don't have to resolve it. I, I handed off the white die. I think that uh, that interaction ends ended positively because Tobias didn't just freak the fuck out. Okay. All right. And so then I have to give it to somebody? Uh, no, act two, you get to keep that one. Oh, okay. So I want to establish a scene with uh, Milford and... Richard Beesington, Dansworth the Fourth, and I think that he meets up with him backstage. And then the moose is still loose. the moose is Just still on there. the loose. Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Derek, can you say it one more time, please? The moose is on the loose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I was born with the moose, molded by it. You didn't discover the moose till you were a man. So, uh... Okay. So how, we, how do we deal with this, guys? So I think that uh, Milford finds finds Stansworth backstage, and he's uh, getting ready to hand off the letter that they had previously had the conversation of. I think that's what establishes the scene. Mr. Crumb, this has been a most unusual version of Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, but... I will give it the review that you requested, provided you give me what you promised. Yes, yes, Mr. Mister Danforth. Uh, uh, I, I hope everything is to your liking, and hopefully it's not too much of a stretch to leave a insightful look into what has gone on tonight. And if you could leave a good mm. Yelp review, that would be great, too. <laughs> you know, if you could hop on iTunes and leave this play a five out of five. If, if you read, if you want me to like, comment, and subscribe, <laughs> make sure to leave a thumbs up and click that bell icon for notifications. Smash that like Smash button! Smash that motherfucking <laughs> like button! I'm so glad that we were in the exact same fucking space there, yo. It's too good. It's true. I mean, you've got to smash it, man. You got to smash that yes, like button. Yes, you gotta. So, so uh, Dan Danforth. Um, takes the papers and he starts scanning them. He's like, "Oh, oh, this is very good. Yes, I, I believe our arrangement has ended in a most positive way, Mister Crumb." I'm glad we could come to an agreement. But please, sir, you are welcome to stay back here and enjoy the rest of the evening. The second act will be surprising, to say the least. I mean, so far, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I suppose I will. And they shake hands, and before he can leave, Milford turns back to him and says, well, I, I do greatly appreciate your time, sir, but I must go and see about a moose that happens to be loose. <laughs> Excuse me, what? <laughs> and he just walks away. <laughs> he just leaves him there. <laughs> it sounds, honestly, it sounds kind of like a euphemism. It did. No. I've got to go see a man about a moose. I almost went that direction. Hey, hey, baby. Hey, <laughs> hey I'll do my my sexy. Hey, baby. The moose is loose. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Matthew McConaughey. The moose is loose. <laughs> so Charles did that uh, end positively, or oh, that uh, ended positively for you guys. Yeah, that went pretty well. Um, I I think there should be some death here soon. Um, mm. I feel because what what else do we have? We've got like what's the other tilt that we have? Um, well, we have a good plan coming unraveled, and so so far Milford's uh, plan to wreck uh, Helen's life in exchange for a good review is going great for him. Yes, so we need to we need to fix that. <laughs> yes, um, essentially. <laughs> I think okay, so I think for Tobias. So, uh, Helen is on stage still crying, and everybody's kind of, like, moved on, starting to get everything um, taken care of. The theater itself is really, really nice and dark, right? So, mm -hmm. like, nobody's nobody's in the, the actual, uh, like, the audience yet. So it's kind of just a bunch of empty seats in a dark room, except for the stage. And you hear a... Because I think that's the noise a moose makes. Sure! It's more like a like in the theater and 
Helen. That's uh, pretty threatening. Helen. Helen's goes. Tobias, is that you? Tobias, Tobias. <laughs> and you hear a. And Helen goes. Tobias, I know you're fucking with me. Please. <laughs> oh. oh fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm fucking delirious at this point. So, so, um, the moose then, like, starts trampling onto the stage and, like, with one, like, swift kick, kicks Helen just directly right in her gob. Just, like, right in the face. And knocks knocks her out. Just, like, just, she's not dead, maybe. I think that would kill a person, no, well, but sure. Well, I mean, like people, she's she's knocked out. This is one of those stage mooses. Yeah, it's a, okay. it's like it's like the like the seventies comedy moose, as we see in those seventies comedies just with fucking moose. Bullwinkle yes. just run up and sucker punch. Yeah, stage. yeah, yeah. Just with once like one kick, like knocks her out. She's got this big like hoof print just right in her forehead, <laughs> and she's just center <laughs> stage with a big old moose print on on her forehead. And she's knocked out. (laughs) (laughs) So I would say at this point, Tobias, uh, the reason he is, was not with uh, Helen when this is happening is that he's run off to find Milford to tell him that he doesn't want to murder Danforth anymore because he's going to be a daddy. (laughs) Where, where would Milford be right now, I guess? So I think Milford is just, like, trying to get everyone set up, because, as we all know, the show must go on, and we have to get ready for the second act. The people will be, the audience will be joining us shortly, and everything is in disarray. So he's just running around hectically, trying to get everybody gathered and, and ready to uh, go on with the show. So he's still backstage. I think that uh, uh, Dansworth has moved on. Tobias comes running through. Um, he only has like half of his Spider-Man costume on, um, and he's he's just in a disarray. And he's like, "Uncle Crumb, Uncle Crumb, we need to talk. It's terribly important." Tobias McGuire Clutterbuck, <laughs> you need to finish putting on that costume and get that Spidey ass on stage. But no, please, Uncle Crumb, you don't understand. In the in the words of the old Latin, we need to ixnay on the erdeme. You see, I've just learned the most incredible news. My darling Helen is pregnant, and I'm going to be a father. And I can't, in good conscience, commit a murder now because that that makes a difference, I guess. Well, Tobias, that's very noble of you, and honestly, I couldn't agree more. We can't have a father-to-be just murdering all willy-nilly, especially on my stage. That would be that would be ridiculous. Well, then I'm glad we're in agreement, Uncle, and oh, I do so hope that you'll approve and give Helen and I your blessing, because we're going to get married, and we're going to, to run away together to the country in Oxford von Wattenshire. We'll raise our little bundle of joy together. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, yes. Oxshire von whatever the fuck you said, Shire. (laughs) (laughs) That is lovely this time of year. But I am not the one to to give such blessings. I mean, we have to finish this play. And so I'll tell you what. 
to Tobias McGuire Clutterbuck. Can we, can I interject here that it was not no. planned for us to have a character named Toby McGuire playing Spider-Man? <laughs> I had to run with it. <laughs> I had to run with it. Like, okay, so Megan, did you plan that at all? Because that shit is no. so fucking good. I absolutely did not. I just really <laughs> wanted to say that play. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tobias, you get out there, and we we'll finish tonight and save this playhouse. And I I will give my blessing. Oh, oh, Uncle Crab, I'm so happy. I've got to go find Helen. The show must go on, whether or not the moose is loose. Ah, and I guess he just kind of runs off. Okay. Uh, yep. Helen is still knocked out. Uh. uh so I think we need to give uh, Tobias a dice. Um, okay, yes. so that ended, I would say, let's do a positive. That was okay. Not the worst. Yeah, M- Milford, Milford was pretty chill yeah. about that. Yeah. So here's my thought. Helen is passed out. I think, if you're okay with it, Megan, Tobias runs up to her and finds her just... Um, um, uh, with a hoof print yeah, on her forehead. I, I was trying to find a good, like, um, moose um, pun there, but I, I can't think of it. It's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out while we, while we vamp and, um, yeah. So, um, let's start like, yeah, I think we should just start the scene there. Okay. Helen, Helen, my darling, we've got to finish the show. <gasps> Helen, Helen, uh, Helen. Oh no. Helen, please. You have to wake up. And she starts, Helen, she my starts, darling, what's happened? She starts opening her eyes and she's like, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. That's terribly complimentary of you, but no, Helen, it's me, Tobias, your one and only, your pelican. Uh, My dear, what happened to you? Um, you. Um, yes. Oh, Tobias, how I thank you. Did you save me? Uh, sure. Let's go with that. I just got finished telling dear Uncle Crumb about how we're going to leave the theater and run away to Oxford, Watt, and Wilkinshire in the country to raise our baby together. You, you know, that doesn't sound like the worst idea. Um, question for, for you, sir. Is there a theater? And, um, follow-up question... Are there moose in said theater? Do you kind of throw away your silly theater dreams, Helen? You're going to be a mother now. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, dear Tobias, I, I won't be doing that. So, oh, awkward. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh gosh! Um, how 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 about we compromise? Yes. Uh, okay. How about you stay at home with the baby, and I go, you know, act and work. Sound like a good plan? Cause sounds good to me. How will I be able to watch the baby while I'm drunk on gin, darling? Don't be silly. You can stop drinking. Oh, now you're just getting ridiculous. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I think this uh, should be interrupted by another one of those horrific moose calls. <laughs> <laughs> what in the 
bloody hell was that? Uh, um, so, honey, quick question. Yes, Buttercup? When did Spider-Man ever encounter a moose? That's the one We couldn't get a rhino. That's the one part. I haven't read all of the back issues, dear. <laughs> um, well, I mean, let's, uh, let's go deal with that. Uh, make sure we don't die, and then we can get out of here. Sound like a plan? Well, there's so much more we have to talk about, but yes, I will defend my unborn child with my life. As you should. And mine? But, I mean, it's in you, so yes, it works out that perfect, way. Perfect, perfect. You're a good, good meat shield. Yes. <laughs> oh, I do so love the pet names you yes. give. Yes, oh, my lovely meat shield. My darling little roast beef tenderloin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then uh, I think we, like, uh, Wizard of Oz style, like arm in arm, like slunk backstage, trying to avoid the hitherto unseen use. Yes. Okay, so I think that uh, transition positive for the two. Lovebirds, for lack of a better term, or to play into the pun of Pelican and Albatross. Uh, the next scene I want to do, I'm thinking, is between uh, Milford and uh, Dansworth again. Danforth. Danforth. God Come damn it. On. He's Danforth. <laughs> God damn forth. <laughs> He's Danforth the fourth. So we only have one die. Well, is that does that consider it a, a wild or is it? Um... Uh, it's technically a wild, but I kind of want to keep it the color it is because cool. I think we all know how this is going to play out. Mm. <laughs> um. All right. So what's what's doing? Okay. So uh, Milford has made sure everybody is ready to go. They're just about to start Act Two and. He runs back up to Danforth and brings him to the side of the stage and says, Okay, sir, we are, we're ready to roll out our second act. And obviously you need a front row seat for this experience. Are you certain of this, Mr. Crumb? Because it doesn't look like you're ready to me. I don't see either of your, your leading actor or your actress. And wasn't there supposed to be a moose? They'll, they'll, they'll all come in later. This is all, this is all for the climax of this act. I mean, you can't just start with a moose. Well... I suppose so. That is what they say in the theater. Always leave them wanting moose. <laughs> <laughs> this play, sir, will be so well received that we will have to make it fair, moose. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, this is. I was I was fucking hunting moose puns through your entire scene, and that was the best I could find. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Google. Moose puns. <laughs> Wait, okay. Uh, so, um, Hel Helen walks in and she's she's like, you know, we can't talk about the moose ever, ever. Like, this is this is the worst possible situation because moose lips sink ships. <laughs> moose lips. <laughs> Helen, you're supposed to be getting ready for this scene. I know, I know. I just, you're not in this scene. Uh, I just needed to give the pun. <laughs> and you and you delivered it perfectly. Uh, th now, th go thank away. you. And so, sir, if you will stand right here, Mister, 
BZ10, if if you'll stand right here, you will have a a first uh, an up close view of the scene that is about to play out. And just in that moment, we hear. <laughs> As the moose runs up behind him towards the stage, it tramples the reviewer. (laughs) Moose trample noises. (laughs) Do you have a sound effect for moose trample noises? Uh, okay, Google. (laughs) (laughs) Moose sounds, moose pictures, the sound a moose makes. That's a great title. The sound of moosic. That should have been the black man. Do we fuck that oh, one? Oh god, it would have been so good. Alright, so he's Trey's trampled to death. Put it in post. <laughs> the letter is shredded along with it. Uh, exit stage moose. <laughs> <laughs> and Milford just kind of begrudgingly walks over to him, knowing that all of his plans have just came crashing down all around him and Looks down and says, Mr. Danforth, it looks like you've outlived your moosefulness. <laughs> <laughs> and then fucking sunglasses just come down from the ceiling onto his yeah! face. <laughs> <laughs> but with that, we are going to take a quick break and figure out how uh, the rest of the scenes play out for our characters. So, yeah, we'll be right back. Hey guys, it's your host, Eric, with a quick intermission. First off, thank you for checking out the show. We really do appreciate it. And hopefully you're enjoying this story arc. I know it got kind of crazy and just went off the rails, but we really leaned into this one and just had an absolute blast playing this session. I do have a couple quick announcements. First off, a reminder that I will be hanging out with Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts to kick off the Sunshine Summit 2018 on August 11th at 6 p.m. Eastern. It is a live stream on YouTube where we're going to just chat about the connections that we've made in podcasting and celebrate all of that. I would love to see you guys come and hang out in the chat, shoot uh, messages at me, things like that. Again, that'll be Saturday, August 11th at 6 p.m. Eastern. I will have a link to that in the show notes, as well as a promo at the end of this break. The second announcement is that we rolled out a merch store. I know that we've been kind of slowly rolling these things out, but I played around a bit with the logos. You can get the full-on Rolling Misadventures logo t-shirt, as well as the Broken Die t-shirt, which I am a big fan of. I have to get one of those for myself. Uh, But we have merch up. So either the logos, either on shirts, mugs, you know, stickers, whatever you guys want to pick up. You can do all of that at tpublic.com slash user slash rolling misadventures, which of course we'll have a link in the show notes as well. Our next episode will actually be up on August 19th, two weeks from now, from the date that this one went up. Uh, So in the meantime, feel free to check out our other shows, my own video game one, sometimes geek podcast. You can also check out Megan's podcast, Don't Know Lit Class, which uh, I really do enjoy. You guys should definitely check that out. And of course, Charles shows. He's got something random as well as talk and rolls. So a bit of a variety there. And there are both shows that I listen to regularly as well. So I'm going to quit rambling guys. Check out the promo for the Sunshine Summit 2018 and we'll get right back to the story. 
Hello, it's Heather from the Sunshine Empower Cuts podcast. From the 11th to the 17th of August 2018, I am hosting the second Sunshine Summit. It's a week of live streams with amazing content creators and the theme of celebrating connections. All the details for the upcoming summit, as well as replays from the first summit we held in March, can be found on the sunshineandpowercuts.com website on the Sunshine Summit 2018 tab. So check it out, and if you know the guests, we'd love for you to come and celebrate with us. But if they're new to you, come along and learn more about them during the summit. We look forward to celebrating with you. And welcome back. So we rolled our outcomes. Uh, it looks for Mr. Milford Crumb that things have ended with a white three, which is grim. For Tobias McGuire Clutterbuck, it ended with white four, bitter. And then for Helen Slaymaker, it ended with black 11, which is pretty yep. good. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> kind of how the game goes. We're used to this, or we'll get used to it. Um, so I think Milford, when the moose trampled uh, the reviewer, Milford just instinctively ran out to check on him and realized that he had died and made the terrible moose pun. And as he's like searching for the letter, making sure or or the review, seeing what notes that Milford or that the reviewer wrote about the show, if any of it could be salvaged. And as he's doing this, that moose comes back onto stage from the other end, basically just straight moose U-turn. Straight moose. Straight moose. And uh, he turns around and starts heading back towards Milford. Oh, that's awful. And, and ends up just trampling mu him much in the same way. And it is last dying breath that just passes on next to the reviewer in the middle of the stage. It's a rough way to go. <laughs> and so I would say at this point, the moose has now turns its uh, attention to every everything's crazy. Everybody's running around and it, it sets its sights on... Tobias and Helen as they are trying to make a quick exit and it makes a, a beeline a, a <laughs> the dick beeline <laughs> towards them and uh, Tobias is like Helen I will protect you my darling don't worry I've got it it is up to me Tobias McGuire Clutterbuck to save the day Come at me, you vile beast! And, uh... <laughs> oh, shit, on second thought, fuck that! And then he promptly poops his britches. His Spider-Man britches. And... <laughs> so, like, you know how, uh... Okay, this is gonna... I, I apologize in advance. But you know how Spider-Man wears really, like, tight-fitting, um, spandex? Right? Yeah. Or, yeah, so you can see. <laughs> you can see the poop. <laughs> I, I agree 100%. It was gross, but it needed to be said. And so he's just crying. He's like, oh, God, please don't hurt me. Helen turns to Tobias and she's like, honey, well, have I got moose for you? Which is a, a pun off of, have I got news for you? Get it? Uh, Helen, this really, this really doesn't seem the uh, time. You're right. Um, let's, I, I understand the poop. 
um, let's just run for it. Run for the hills. Run away. Apparently there's music <laughs> up there, so. We're still going to run away together. Ah. Oh, well. Helen. Even with shit yes. in my britches, yes. you love yes. me for the man I am. Yes. Uh, and then in like the final, the final moment, um, Helen turns to uh, Tobias and says, "We should have moosed a condom." <laughs> da 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 da. <laughs> and with that, that's going to wrap up the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Megan and Charles, for joining me, and and wrapping up all of the moose ends on this story. This uh... act, I had to use it. Oh, so are we? Are we gonna? Uh, oh yes, we have to title it. I think um, "Sound of Music" is. Yeah. Yep. It. Yeah. That's easily, easily Dumbzo. the title of this film. The sound of Music. But with that, thank you guys for listening. In the meantime, as we take two weeks between episodes, go ahead and check out the other podcasts. Megan, where can people listen to you? Um, on their phones or their computers also or if they put their their ear up against the wall and they listen really hard they won't hear me because i'm not in there because that would be fucking weird (laughs) yep um you can listen to my podcast moose sounds at uh moosesounds.org uh oh no lit class uh the podcast that talks about classic literature and rarely ever includes moose sounds you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, and also on a moose, on moose back. <laughs> is there is there a social media moose that would make sense? <laughs> the social moose. Um, it's it's just it's. I mean, moose space is the easiest one to go with. Moose space. Oh, I that's like a good space. one. Moose space. Although I also just really like the phrase "the social media moose." <laughs> <laughs> and, and Charles, where can people listen to you and not moose? Uh, well, unfortunately, my podcast is specifically only moose sound effects, but you can listen to that. Uh, Something Random Media uh, does multiple podcasts. You can listen to Something Random, or you can listen to uh, Talk and Roll. And also, you can check out my show, the Sometimes Boost Podcast, over at sometimesgeek.com. <laughs> but in the meantime, thank you guys so much for listening, and until next time, take care. Bye.